Hey ladies, I'm Krista Hernandez and chronic illness is my superpower. I spent over 20 years managing and ultimately healing lupus and other chronic illnesses. Now as a wellness coach, I'm helping you heal your body, restore your mind, and renew your spirit. Hey girls, welcome back for another installment of She Lived. And this is an important one that might help you save money or avoid a potential crisis right now. So last week, you got a ton of great information from that gutsy lady, Nancy Lee Bentley. And next week, you'll be hearing from an up-and-coming expert on herbal medicine. So these two ladies have something in common. Both of their fields, gut health and herbs, involve supplements. And that is the topic of today's episode. In simplest terms, supplements are anything that's not food that you most typically ingest as part of a wellness regimen. A supplement can be as basic as a multivitamin or as complex as the Chinese herb blends my acupuncturist used to mix specifically for my body. These days, I'm very happy to only take a few supplements each day because there was a time I had a supplement schedule with two different daily pill containers along with powders and tinctures and anything else I thought might help me get better. That desperate place might be where you are now or where you're headed soon, and it's not a place anyone wants to be. So my hope for this episode isn't to tell you what supplements you should be taking, but to explain why you should be very cautious about what supplements you do take and where you get them from. So if you develop lupus as a kid, it can stunt your growth. I was five foot three when I was 12, and that's where I stopped vertically. It was only through yoga and physical therapy in my 20s that spinal decompression gave me an extra inch, making it somehow even more difficult to find pants, but oh well. But height wasn't the only thing that was stunted. The lupus came only a few months after my first period. Therefore, I'm short and I have very little chest. I've always been really self-conscious about having tiny boobs, mainly because my shirts never fit properly. In 2013, I went on Amazon and I bought an herbal breast enhancement tincture. I cringe now just thinking about it, but it happened. As soon as the stuff came, I followed the drops instructions and down the first dose, so excited for the magic to start happening. Magic happened all right, but it was black magic and it happened too far south. Within 48 hours, my stomach was killing me. I was doubled over in pain, not like stomach flu pain, but sharp stabbing pain. And I was so pissed because I knew the breast tincture was causing this pain. So I had to stop taking it after only a few doses. That little tale illustrates the first reason you should be careful with supplements. There's a good chance you don't know what you're doing, as I didn't 10 years ago. You see, I was so caught up in the promise of bigger boobs that I didn't bother to think about how that tincture might go about fulfilling its promise. I didn't understand that the herbs used to make it would screw with my hormones. Given all that was going on in my body, I'm damn lucky all it caused was a day of stomach pain. This happened with my husband sometime last year too. One day, I see him opening up a bottle of iron pills. I was like... Uh, what are you doing with those? He just shrugged and said, I figured it would help. I restrained myself from face palming, took the bottle out of his hands, and explained that you don't fuck around with iron on your own. 
Pete had no idea what iron was for, what foods it's in, what iron deficiency looks like, nothing. He just heard on some workout video that iron is good for you. That video didn't bother to mention that too much iron can land you on an episode of House. During my 20 plus years of living with chronic illness, I tried a lot of different products. That includes planners of the pen and paper variety. I went through a bunch of them on my quest to manage life with symptoms. Sure, they were cute and well-designed, and I'm sure they worked for some people, but those planners didn't account for the needs and challenges of a woman with chronic illness. Eventually, I realized that if I wanted that planner, I'd have to make it myself. So I channeled my inner Leslie Nope and made a custom planner just for me. Now, I'm thrilled to share it with you. My weekly sanity planner is designed to put you first so that you can manage your schedule and to-do list around your needs, not the other way around. With the sanity planner's priority system, you'll be able to budget your energy, time, and brain power much more effectively. After a few weeks of using my planner, you'll have less stress, higher energy, and more time to devote to whatever you need most. Use the link in the show notes to snag your free copy of my sanity planner today. Your body will thank you tomorrow. Okay, so we'll leave iron there and use magnesium for this next point. There's been a lot of talk about magnesium in recent years, which is a very good thing since most people are deficient in what's commonly known as the master mineral for good reason. But what a lot of people don't know is that magnesium comes in nine different forms and they all metabolize in and affect the body differently. I learned the hard way that I can only take magnesium glycinate, which is very gentle on the tummy. Unlike the magnesium citrate that had me nearly shitting out my intestines for a week. The same is true of most minerals. They all come in various forms of eights and eights that require advanced training to understand. And then there's everything outside of minerals. Ever seen just how many probiotics are on the market with different types of bacteria? How do you know if you'll absorb a supplement better through a capsule, a liquid, or a powder? What's the bioavailability of CBD oils versus soft gels? Just dipping a toe into this stuff can be super overwhelming. And that's just when the supplements are legitimate, which brings me to my next point. This is the wild west of wellness, folks. There is very little regulation of anything considered a dietary supplement, which is a huge umbrella. And that means there may not be a lot of testing, research, or transparency in products. Furthermore, a lot of these so-called wellness companies prey on sick, desperate, or delusional people. It's only a matter of time before Gwyneth Paltrow starts selling actual snake oil. And I don't even want to think about what she'll tell people to do with it. I could probably pay for my entire vacation in September with the money I've blown on supplements that either didn't work at all or backfired because I was DIYing. I wasted at least a few hundred dollars just on potassium capsules at one point because I was unwisely screwing around with a keto diet and my body couldn't hold on to electrolytes. I didn't need 20 potassium pills a day for the awful cramps and heart palpitations. I just needed carbs. Okay, so now you're thinking, what the hell am I supposed to do then, Krista? How do I navigate the world of supplements? Well, that simple. You ask for help. Getting on the supplements your body needs comes down to working with a competent healthcare practitioner. 
And that's someone trained in holistic principles who will work to find the root cause of your chronic illness. Integrative MDs, naturopathic doctors, acupuncturists, and certain other professionals will look at your body as a whole in the context of your overall lifestyle. As I discovered when I started acupuncture, certain lifestyle changes can minimize or eliminate the need for certain supplements either right away or over time. But if your body does require supplements, these professionals can determine what they are and what form you need. Depending on their practice, they may mix herbs or tinctures on site or have an inventory of supplements from a reputable company. If not, they'll give you options for ordering what you need from a trusted source. It's still a good idea to educate yourself though. So ask your practitioner to recommend some literature or other resources to help you learn more about the supplements they put you on. Remember, educating yourself is empowering yourself. And don't hesitate to ask your healthcare provider questions. Thanks for listening to this episode of She Lived. If you found it worthwhile, hit the subscribe button to get a new episode every Monday. And if you've become a regular listener of She Lived, I'd really appreciate your rating and review on Apple or Spotify. Reviews help me grow the show and help more women transform their lives. I'll see you next time.